This is Lisa Nearing with another episode of Soft Skills 101, Life Skills for a Digital Age. We are sponsored by the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network, along with True North Homeschool Academy. True North Homeschool Academy offers live online classes for K-12 through graders. Students can see, hear, and interact with their teachers and fellow classmates. This is not just passive learning, but dynamic, interactive, and fun. We offer self-paced courses as well that students can begin any time of year, including American Sign Language, Biotechnology, Culinary Arts, Forensic Science, Veterinary Science, 3D Printing, Art and Design, and so much more. You can choose classes a la carte or in a bundle, making already affordable classes a homeschool mama's dream. Check out all of our programs and classes at truenorthhomeschoolacademy.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. And of course, we'd love for you to download and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. Peggy Plohar, SPED Homeschool founder and CEO, is a leader in the special education homeschooling community and a frequent writer and speaker on special education homeschooling issues. Peggy's journey into homeschooling started 18 years ago when her oldest child was diagnosed with Osberger's syndrome. Peggy is the former Texas Homeschool Coalition Special Needs Team Lead, Minnesota Association of Christian Home Educators Special Needs Coordinator, and Mothers of Preschoolers Area Coordinator for Minnesota, North Dakota, and South Dakota. She is certified by the American Association of Christian Counselors and trained as a precept Bible study leader. You can tune in every Tuesday evening on SPED Homeschool Facebook page to watch Peggy host SPED Homeschool Conversations a weekly talk show about special education homeschooling, or you can join her daily on her personal YouTube channel, Daily Revelations. Peggy and her husband, Doug, live in League, Texas, where they still homeschool the youngest of their three children. Hello, everybody. I am back again for another week of talking about soft skills, and we're working on communication right now. And I am so excited to have Peggy Ployhart here from SPED Homeschooling. She is a phenomenal resource for struggling learners and special needs kids all over the country and even out of it. So if you guys are looking for great resources, you need to check out Sped Homeschool. We'll have all the links in the show notes. Peggy, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for having me, Lisa. I appreciate it. And I'm, I'm excited to talk about this topic because it's so important. And I thank you for addressing it. Yeah. We are, we're really focusing on communication. We've taken two months this year to talk about wow. communication skills because it is really the lifeline for every interaction we have in the world, whether it's right. verbal or written or whatever. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes struggling learners and special needs kids really have a difficult type of time understanding communication and communicating well what they you know, feel. Yeah, that is, it's so true. And communication is more than just speaking. And I'm sure you've been addressing that. Um, but oftentimes as parents with children who struggle, our kids go to therapists and we think, well, the therapist is going to take care of all the issues. <laughs> and the problem is, is we need to be working on those skills at home as well. And it isn't just articulation, which is, basically the ability to pronounce and speak words, that is communication. It's so much broader. And um, and those skills are definitely learned in everyday life more than they are in a therapy. Mm-hmm. Peggy, you have mentioned that there are three basic needs of communication. So you want to unpack that a little bit from where you fit? Sure. Well, there's the verbal side, you know, and they can, verbal is not only just speaking it, it's also hearing what 
other people say verbally and interpreting it in the proper context. Um, and it can be anything from a one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone to full group interactions, or even listening to, you know, a podcast like this and in, in interpreting that in the proper way. And so it's it's not just how we use our own words verbally, but how we can we take what other people give us and put it in the right context and, and interpolate it. Um, but then there's the nonverbal, which you know oftentimes we we only go on the surface of nonverbal. We think about gestures and posture, maybe even facial expressions. But what about the tone of my voice? What about the pacing of my speech? You know, the eye contact, which a lot of our kids especially in the autism spectrum, have difficulties with. Those give off cues to other people. And then can our children interpret those cues when other people are doing it properly or not and pick up on, is this something that they're, they're doing to avoid me or is it something they're doing because this is an issue they have? And as someone who has good communication skills, I can pick up that pretty quickly, but not a lot of kids um, who aren't trained or who don't pick up that naturally they don't. And mm -hmm. so they do have to work on those skills. I'm just thinking of kids with processing disorders. They might mm -hmm. hear the actual words, but they might not understand tonalities, even in, as they're listening, right. what those tonalities mean, or even the tones that they're using. If, they're, if their brain isn't interfacing well with that, it mm -hmm. might be difficult for them to get those cues. So right. part of our job as parents and educators, if we're homeschooling, we we are parent educators, is how to teach our kids to push the pause button and and just think about stuff and slow down so that they can learn those processing skills if they don't naturally have them. Right. Yeah. And to, to realize they don't have them because, you know, it's it's so easy to go through life thinking, oh, it's just everybody else's issue, not mine. Right. <laughs> and well, it was. <laughs> on the other side, oops, it was my issue and I should have, been, you know. And so, yes, we are as parents kind of that, that buffer for our kids between yeah. the world that they start interacting with, especially the high school years, you know. For younger kids, they stay within this confined, you know, group of people who, you know, even if they have articulation problems, we can interpret them because we're their parents or the small group of people that they relate to. But as kids get older, that um, the group of people they interact with broadens greatly. You know, they're going out, they're they're getting their first job, they're they're interacting with more group type situations, and and that here is when more of these issues will surface. And as a parent who's walking alongside their child, here's the opportunities you have to, to come alongside your child in love and say, I'm noticing <laughs> these are maybe some things that we need to be working on um, or, you know, things that, that you just tend to be missing when you're having conversations with mm -hmm. others. And that really gets to the heart. Like as parents, we have a lot on our plate. So how do we, how do we as parents just, know when to use those phrases like I noticed mm -hmm. or you know I mean like I feel like sometimes I just need laminated cue cards I can pull out of my pocket you know <laughs> okay well, it's, yeah it's having those conversations on a regular basis with our kids I mean that's that's the beauty of homeschooling is we are in relationship and um and that's where most of the teaching comes out of it's not going to come out of a book mm -hmm. um it's not going to come out of a really good curriculum sometimes you know it, it does um but that's only scratching the surface of of what 
the, the real meatier issue is and, and confronting our kids at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've found that there's always good times, openings and conversations when I can put those things in. And if it, the opening's not there, just to leave it for a while. And maybe mm-hmm. the timing wasn't quite right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, now I look down as, you know, having adult children, and I know you, you have some adult children too, is that ongoing communication with my kids, they leave that open door for, um, for me to continue to speak into their lives, mm-hmm. things that they need to learn. And what a beautiful thing that is that mm-hmm. they, they do that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So how do we, um, what are some other things besides just making sure that we have the space and time to have those good conversations with our mm-hmm. kids? And I think that is, we have to be intentional. Because yes, there are so definitely. many things fine for our time. And even when we're all together in the house alone, mm-hmm. as we have fewer kids in a big house, we can all be in different, on different floors alone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're texting to each other from, from one room of the house to the other. Sorry. <laughs> how do we, how, we have to be intentional about sitting down with our kids. Would be that over a meal together where there's no fat or just hanging out, doing things. I know you were at the lake and I loved your pictures this weekend when you guys were out oh, on the boat, um, yeah. just doing fun things like that together where you can have this kind of meaningful conversations where right. it's not stressful and you can just talk. Yeah. Right. And, and getting our kids out into real life learning experiences where they're, they need to use communication skills like shopping. You know, how often do we speak for our children as homeschool moms when we should be telling our child, well, you need to go ask that clerk if they have another size um, instead of me asking them mm-hmm. and giving those, them those opportunities to use their communication skills and then observing mm-hmm. and giving them good feedback on what they did and maybe saying, well, and you know, this is maybe one thing that um, that could be improved, you know, eating out at a restaurant, ordering from a menu. You know, there's there's just so many ways that we use communication skills. And oftentimes we step into those places for our kids. I know even as children with special needs, a lot of us go visit doctors and therapists. Are you asking your child to check in for themselves? Are you um, you having them explain to their doctor what's going on? Or are you the one interpreting for them what they told you? Um, and especially as a high schooler, these are things that we need to make sure that our kids are getting practice at mm-hmm. and that we have those abilities to, to see them practice it and, and allow them to critique the, whatever they're doing and, and to speak into those, those places and, and do it in love and that they know that we're doing that. I love it. And really what you're talking about is teaching our kids to be their own advocate. And yes, I mm-hmm. think um, they need to really, you know, if we can do that with them, kind of guiding them, um, because a lot of times managing the medical community is just a whole advocacy mm-hmm. issue off on its own. <laughs> I right. mean, have a whole yeah. podcast, like just on that. But um, if, if your kids are going to need ongoing therapy or they're going to need ongoing assistance, we mm-hmm. need to help them really understand how to advocate for themselves as much as they can, right? And right. what does that mean? Um, mm-hmm. Identifying issues, writing them down if you're going to forget them, if you're in a stress right. Um, having the right person to go along with you to to remind you on things, um, mm-hmm. all those kind of things that we would do normally, like for our spouse, you know, we'd go along with them because if, they're, if they have a medical issue, they're probably stressed. 
right? And if they go to the right. bank, it's more stressful. Yeah, you don't remember things. But and so yeah, having those cues and, and having those um those different those things in place so that you know when when your student has a limitation, whether it's a memory issue, um, my one son still can't remember his social security number. <laughs> and you know, so having a safe place for him to have that that some stranger can't find, but mm-hmm. he can when he needs it is something he needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so yeah, but it's, it's knowing exactly, but you're going to not learn those things until you actually get into those circumstances and know what, um, what helps mm-hmm. your child is going to need on an ongoing basis versus mm-hmm. maybe just some slight, you know, modifications and corrections along the way to say, well, you know, maybe you should pay attention to this. Um, but maybe it's something they can't. I know I have a brother with severe dyslexia and for him to be able to fill out a job application or any kind of form, he has a medical ID bracelet that he has to copy his address off of still. He's in his, well, he's almost, well, yeah, he's 40. (laughs) And, and still he needs that, um, that help. Mm-hmm. in place so that he can do that properly and spell things correctly. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and that's okay. Yeah. And we still allow our children to know that that's okay. This is just something that helps you be successful in communicating what you need. Right. I, and I think too, like as adults, we've, if we have developed executive functioning skills, we put those little cues and helps in place for ourselves because exactly. we know we need them. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. not everybody has their social memorized, right? I mean, if you've been in the military, you have yours, your spouses and everybody else's. Right. But, um, <laughs> but, but for some people, we don't remember some of those things, but we know like, oh, we need to check this to get that. And that's part of our job mm-hmm. as parents of special needs or struggling learners kiddos is that we have to help them with those cues of where to find the information right. that they need. Um, mm-hmm. You had talked um, about just at communication skills as your kids get older and, and helping them become better advocates for themselves. What else can we do, especially as they're in the high school years getting ready to launch? Um, and right. maybe not all of them will leave home, but we want them to have an independence if they can. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it, the good thing is to have those ongoing conversations with them to make sure that these are their goals as well as yours. Mm-hmm. Um, and that may be transferring to them your your dreams for them. Mm-hmm. It may be having those conversations of, you know, continually, what is your dream? How can we get you there? What are the skills that you need? And then working on those together. And a lot of times it, it comes back to, their communication skills. And, um, you know, my one son went to college, he refused to get any accommodations and he, he did not tell them he even had been diagnosed with um, high functioning autism when he was five. And that was his choice. Um, but there were times when he had to go and approach the professors because of a grade that he didn't think he was graded fairly because, and usually it has to do with his communication skills. <laughs> and, and so I, you know, he would come to me fully upset and I said, well, you first chose to not get accommodations. So just understand that. And then I walked him through the process. Now, what do you need to do now to communicate properly and with respect to your professor and to the dean of the college to get your, your grade reviewed again? And um, he's had to do that twice and it's come back positive on both times and it's been a learning experience for him. But, um, but again, it was that back and forth conversation between both of us and um, he made some choices, but 
it was where his goals were set and he knew I was on his team and that we were going to work on this together. And, and that ends up being what it's about. It's, you know, walking through each of the roadblocks that they're going to hit Mm-hmm. and um, and having somebody. And eventually, you know, we want them to be able to do that on their own. But if they end up living with us or moving on to a caregiver, they need to be able to then transition that that communication for need for help to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's just, you know, it's our spouse. We <laughs> I lean on my husband a lot for, for interpretations of what other people are, are saying because not always do I take it the right way and I don't want to respond inappropriately. Mm-hmm. And so always having a filter is good <laughs> and teaching your kids that you do that and giving them that example in your own home, of course, is, is a benefit as well. And just teaching our kids who's, who's a safe person to trust for the filter. Um, yes. Because that can be dicey too. <laughs> There's a lot of people willing to give advice and maybe they're not the best person. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's very true. <laughs> Peggy, do you, I mean, gosh, wouldn't it be great if there was a magic bullet? Like there really was the perfect curriculum and you could just go, oh yeah, I'm going to take this perfecto, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, What resources can you think of that people could go to for like just uh, resources for parents about the questions to ask and uh, how to develop their own communication skills with struggling learners? Because struggling Mm -hmm. learners might not always understand their own limitations. And when we try to give correction and love, they might feel attacked. What, what can we do with that? Any great things you can direct us to? I don't know if I have any great things, but you know, there, there are, um, there are some really good resources as far as, um, you know, getting your kids talking as far as like, you know, just even like doing a filmmaking course for, um, for your homeschool. And because I found myself being on video on a daily basis, um, I learned how to correct my words before they come out of my mouth. (laughs) Because um, before I did that, I I hadn't had enough practice. And so, you know, even just having your child start a podcast or start a um, a YouTube channel where, you know, they don't have to share them publicly, but, um, and then watching themselves, you learn so much by just observing your own self and saying, oh, do I really do that? <laughs> Brilliant. I, I love that because just, okay, well, we're doing a podcast right now, but I asked Peggy, mm-hmm. like I do all my guests, could we just zoom so I can see you when we're talking? Because <laughs> it's so hard to get the cues if you don't yeah. see the other person. And that is, that is a fantastic idea. Have your kids record themselves. There's so many free recording things and they can have a blast yeah. editing them. I mean, Holy oh, <laughs> yes, I know. And that's a good teaching technique that sports uses all the time. You know, there's a lots of, they run, rerun sports reels and they, the athletes watch themselves. And it's like, they, you, you don't know exactly what you're doing until you sit out third person and watch your, your own self and can, can really critique. And then it's not somebody saying, well, you're doing this and you're doing that. They're seeing it. <laughs> right in full in front of themselves of what they're doing and going, Oh, uh-huh. I get it. Yeah. That's fantastic. I love it. Um, and th- we try to do that with our speech classes too, where mm-hmm. they record themselves and, um, you know, and assessment is so helpful too, but teaching our kids to take assessment in a way that is that, that they, they can trust the person giving it to them. So they don't just feel attacked. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. 
And so um, anything we haven't covered, oh, communication skills, how they improve future outcomes. I mean, it just, all the business um, info that I read, that's the number one crisis in the business world right now is new hires. Don't know how to communicate well. Um, verbally or with written, just emails and that kind of thing. Right. And, you know, conflict happens, you know, and that, and the only way we can mitigate and resolve conflict is by communicating. Mm -hmm. And we have to communicate on both sides. And, and it also develops empathy for us. And as we, we communicate with others, we, we learn their other part of the story mm-hmm. and because we don't have the whole story, we have right. our version. And so, um, so yes, that that's important. And, and so being able to not only speak what you have, but also to listen mm-hmm. and that's what communication is about. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, any, any resources for conflict, just conflict management with kiddos? Oh boy. This goes way beyond. I mean, (laughs) I love talking to you, Peggy, because you're such a practical resource for parenting. I mean, I know you've dived deep into the world of special needs and you're a phenomenal resource for that. But just every time I talk to you, I come away going, yeah, this is, this is parenting. (laughs) Well, and I I wrote a book last year, my my book published, it's called Be Angry and Train Your Kids. Um, And it was, it's a story of my issues with parenting anger. And, and, you know, my daughter even looks at me, she's like, you're angry. You were angry. Well, you know, she was born five years after my, my boys were, <laughs> and I was like, oh yes, angry mom. Yeah. You don't even want to know. Um, but I just listen, I listen to what God is telling me and, you know, and that's where I follow. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, it's not an easy route to take because again, there's no one one route that that works. Um, it's it's just learning to check myself every day and mm-hmm. um, and teaching my kids they need to do the same thing. That none of us are perfect, and we need to forgive and we need to to learn and move on. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, I love it. Life lessons we can learn, and they continue coming. <laughs> I know they never they never stop, do they? <laughs> can we can we find your book at Sped Homeschooling? Or I'll get a um, link. It's actually on Amazon. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love, I love to listen to what the Lord is leading you to do, because if you really do that, let's face it, you're going to look a little crazy to some people. Um, oh, and yes. you, I mean, you just have to go, well, I'm going to follow or not follow and trust God for the outcomes. I just feel like that's my, my big clarion call to all parents is be yeah. faithful and walk in faith and trust in God. And his pay grade is way higher than yours. And the outcomes yeah. are his deal, not yours. Oh, um, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they end up way better than I could have planned them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything else you'd like to share with our listeners, Peggy? Um, just, just want to encourage them. You know, we, we all have bad days and I think I've been hearing from a lot of moms. They're just tired, fatigued. Um, and you, you kind of feel like, is it really worth doing this? You know, maybe if I just put them in school next year, um, and the thing I have to say now that I've been homeschooling for 18 years, and I know you've been homeschooling a long time too, Lisa, <laughs> is that I look back at the relationships I have with my children and I know they would not be the same mm-hmm. had I given up and said, oh, somebody else just needs to do this. It was hard. And, um, but yet it was worth every, every heartache and, and hard time we went through because mm-hmm. um, we do communicate. I even mentioned to my daughter I said see your brother's messaging me on this gaming app and then your other brother is texting me right now and <laughs> it's they're not even in the house but we're still communicating 
Exactly. I love it. And I, there's so many great ways to communicate all over. I, I love that too. Yeah. Um, Peggy, again, it's always delightful talking to you and thanks for sharing your wisdom just for a few minutes today with our listeners. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Okay. Thank you so much, Peggy. You're delightful to talk to. So easy to interview. <laughs> I <will. laughs> I, oh, will. Yeah. Like I, say, I do this every day. So. <laughs> I know you do. I love that idea. Oh my gosh. That I just, when you said that, I was like, Shazam. Yes. I mean, that is just so, there's so many free resources for kids to do it. And oh yeah. A great yeah, training tool. Fun with it too. Yeah. Fun. I'm going to write a blog post on that. Yeah. I love, love it. Love it. Okay. I know you got a ton of stuff to do. Thanks so much. Yeah. Oh, not a problem. Yeah. I got to see if my son's car was impounded. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> skills. there's something in the mail that says a car was impounded. He's on the other side of Houston this week, staying at a hotel, going to bartending school. Oh, and, and I'm like, he's like, I haven't heard from him yet. Uh, oh goodness. So fortunately his school is close enough to his, um, Oh, he said, it looks like it may be for an old car that we had sold. Oh, anyways. Wow. Um, but yeah, you kind of worry because he's in like what they, it's called Greensboro, the area of, of uh, Houston, but that's also nicknamed Gunsboro. It, it kind of was like a bad part of town that we left him in for a week. <laughs> I was like, well, this is the only bartending school around and this is his passion. This yeah. He yeah. Just loves bartending and he yeah. loves making beer. And yeah. so, yeah. This hey, is it, I, my niece does it. She is so social. She knows mm-hmm. everybody and their uncle in their little town. Cause it's like a pub. They have, mm-hmm. they do events and have music and they started a brewery and they're, it's going like gangbusters. It's yeah. Yeah, amazing. exactly. So all this entrepreneurial stuff. Yeah. Okay. We'll have an awesome day. Have fun right. with Carol. <laughs> yeah. I found when she was in Houston. I'm like, do you got plans for dinner? You're right by me. And I knew I was going to this leadership thing for THSC and She's like, oh, no, I don't have any plans. I was like, oh, we're going out for dinner. <laughs> fun, fun. Well, thanks a bunch, Peggy. All I'll right. You, you take care. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. As always, thank you for joining us for another episode of Soft Skills 101, Life Skills for a Digital Age. Stay tuned for next week's episode where I'll be joined by my husband, Dr. David Neary, to talk about listening skills and how they can contribute to not only the development of critical thinking skills, but peace in your home. We'd love to hear your comments and questions and appreciate your listening, sharing, and downloading this podcast. We'll see you next week for another episode of Soft Skills 101, Life Skills for a Digital Age. Thanks for joining us. Mm -hmm.